We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. entertaining and fun. Couldn't be more proud of this football team. Couldn't be more proud of the fans, man. Our fans were there. They were into it. It was loud. It was loud from the opening bell. Even with the adversity early in the game, our fans didn't didn't blink, okay? They did a great job. I'm proud of them. I'm proud of the team. I feel like, I feel like, I don't know if I've seen a more impressive performance in a game. I'm not sure I've seen a more impressive performance in a season up to date. And obviously, we have a lot more to do. we got a lot of work to do in front of us. But it's a mature football team, and they understand that. And they understand week to week that it's a, it's a one-week challenge. And I just think the way they've approached every single game this year, from the beginning on through, adversity, travel, quality of opponents we've had to play, to step up and play the way they had and to put an exclamation point on it, triple exclamation points on it with a performance like this, pretty much a well-rounded, perfect performance like that after the uh, opening bell, even that to – to bounce back from the beginning of the game the way they did, it just it says about who who they are, and I just have so much respect for them. So, what questions do you have? Some sights and sounds from a Week 17 stomping. The Ravens take care of the AFC number one seed. They take care of the Miami Dolphins, and my goodness, Sarah, they did it with an exclamation point, 56 to 19, a 50 burger, as the CBS telecast crew said. And yeah, they improve to now 13 and three. Week 18 is coming up next week, but honestly, who cares? This team needs a bye week. There's no question about that. There's no debating it on my end. Uh, They are banged up. We'll get to that in just a bit. Um, But your opening thoughts after one of the all-time Ravens wins in front of a sellout M&T Bank Stadium crowd. 
I don't know what Harbaugh was doing there in the locker room, but I would probably look similar if I was in the middle of that. Looked like he had a gash on his head. I don't know where that came from. Is that from in there dancing around? I don't know. But the mood inside the locker room is symbolic of the mood around Baltimore. Bobby, that was not some slouch team, okay? This isn't college football where Alabama was going up against some no-name college. This was the Miami Dolphins who were number two, number two coming into this and fighting for the number one uh, seed. They kicked the snot out of them. 56? 56? Are you kidding me? And I sit there in the beginning, like the first the first drive from Miami, they like methodically go down for seven. And I'm like, oh, crap, they're missing Hamilton. They're missing Stevens. They're missing everything. $100, thank you very much. I got thrown off from that one. Thank you. This is, this is the love. We're, we're feeling generous here in Baltimore because the offense was generous. Lamar Jackson was generous. Bobby, they have been on a tear. They have been on a heater since that. By week, it's been a playoff schedule. Rams taken down. Jags division leader taken down. 49ers, supposedly the best in the team, gonna kick the bleed out of the Ravens, taken down. And now the Dolphins taken down. They had a 170 point margin in those games. And then Bobby, yes, it's lit in, in the locker room, but 170 point differential against all these playoff teams. And Lamar Jackson's like, that's cool. That's cool. He's just locked in, completely focused. He's a man with a mission. He's got purpose. This team has purpose. Oh, it feels so good. We are running into 2024, knocking the door down, ready to do this. One of the coldest post-game interviews you will ever see. I have that up on Twitter right now that I captured from the CBS telecast. One-on-one, Lamar went with our guy, Evan Washburn, and Sarah Evan is as good as anybody. He couldn't get nothing out of him. He couldn't get anything out of Lamar because there is one singular focus with this guy, and it has been a contagious effort. Let me take this comment off the screen. Here he is. Uh, Evan handed him an AFC best. Uh, you know, the Baltimore Sun were working some some long hours this week to make sure this was ready to go just in case they secured this W. And as you tweeted, he was handed that newspaper with the headline, AFC's best, and he hardly cracked a smile. You had him quoted for saying it looks good, but we still have to take the mindset of one game at a time. We can enjoy today, but we get ready for tomorrow. And that was something similar to what he echoed post-game as well. And also connecting on that 75-yard touchdown. This was the look on his face, and this was his look post-game when he was asked about the MVP chance that, Sarah, we weren't at the game, but I was there pre-game. The place was buzzing. Everybody, you know what I noticed too? People were prepared for this game. And, this, and what I mean by that is they showed up early. Typically, mm-hmm. I have issues getting from the BMO around town pregame tailgate across the town. Even though mm-hmm. everybody's going the opposite direction, there's still like congestion around the bank. Nobody. 15, 20 minutes before kickoff. People came up early and often. Here's Lamar about the MVP chants that were absolutely bursting through the TV screens. At least on my end, they were. Uh, we need to finish this game. Like I'm, I'm not really paying attention to the, the to the chance. You know, uh, last year um, we was the score was looking like that. You know, halftime and stuff like that in third quarter. Then those guys started making plays and we didn't do anything. You know, but all it, um, the only thing that was on my mind was to finish the game. And today we did. 
They didn't last year, Sarah, but they certainly did this year. And look at what this guy did. The runaway train heading for MVP land 2.0. There's no arguing that anymore. Good luck, Richard. You're going to have to go back to the the drawing board because that's going to be a tough argument if you want to stick with it this week. Lamar completed 18 of 21 passes for 321 yards, five touchdowns, and a passing EPA. Yeah, Jackson 5. That's right. And a passing EPA of plus 28.2. That EPA is the most by a quarterback in a game since Joe Burrows against the Ravens back in week 16 of 2021. And then there you have it. The most games with a perfect passer rating in NFL history. Lamar's in pretty dang good company. He joins the likes of Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Kurt Warner, Big Ben, all of whom are Super Bowl winners. Uh, It was a, a generational performance from Lamar. And uh, not sure why I picked against this group this week. <laughs> we try to tell you, Bobby. We try to tell you. But listen, <laughs> Lamar was dealing. He said it during the game. He was dealing. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The company that he's with here, Tom Brady, Kurt Warner, for like, think about that. Think about that. We always talk about like people aren't perfect. But my goodness, can we reach perfection in moments? To have a perfect, perfect quarterback rating is just, it's next level, which is why he's here among the these great quarterbacks. And Bobby, he's just going to continue to do that because I swear on my life, I swear on my life, if he is not MVP, Bobby, he is MVP. And you know what? I hope Sherman or somebody else, I tweeted this earlier, I hope, I hope, I hope somebody does the mental gymnastics this week and tries to come up with something that's too cute to try to pretend that he is not MVP. Because you know what? At this point, it's just entertaining. It's just entertaining. It's good for laughs. We want it. Give it. Give it. Give me your best mental gymnastics of why he shouldn't be MVP. Because when he is, when he is, again, it'll be elite company, Bobby. Elite company to have two MVPs. Two. But you know what? You know what's going to be better is to have two. And then we got to take it one game at a time. Roquan Smith said it best after the game, the road, the playoff, the postseason road to the Super Bowl runs through Baltimore. That's the advantage that they have. They have to, you know, just not get too far ahead of themselves. That's what we can do. That's what we can do. Us, everybody on YouTube, we can start dreaming, thinking big. Lamar's got his crew locked down, not getting too big, not getting their heads too big. But that is the advantage that they have. It runs through Baltimore. The 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 as to your point, the fans were ready. They're going to be ready all January, all January long, because this is this is next level stuff that Lamar Jackson is leading this team to. I mean, it's next level. Fifty six points, to, uh, like perfect passer rating on the like sealing up the AFC North and the number one seed and the MVP all in one game against a worthy opponent. That's just next-level elite stuff. Elite Photoshop work here from Rashad Bateman. And before we get into it, uh, thank you for being with us, all 1,600-plus of you. This episode is brought to you by our friends at GEHA. More on them in just a bit. The things that you can do for us, aside from all the generous super chat and, and donations that are coming in from all angles right now are simply liking the video on whatever platform that you're watching this from and subscribing to both The Vault and the Bobby Baltimore YouTube channels for consistent 
daily Ravens content. Rashad having a whole lot of fun here on Photoshop, like I mentioned, with Lamar and Sarah. Those His 56 points that he helped generate in quarterback are the most scored ever at M&T Bank Stadium. This was against a team that knows how to put up a 50-plus burger, the Miami Dolphins, that knows how to score and manufacture points. Well, they certainly weren't able to do so today, and at least not enough to hang with this team. And Sarah, I can't help but think about the Vic Fangio drama that we covered this week, (laughs) dating back to 2021 when he was the then head coach of the Denver Broncos, and he made a big stink about the Ravens going for that consecutive streak on the ground, rushing record that Harbaugh decided to do when the game was, was all but over. How did the Ravens respond? And remember, in the in the media, it played out with Fangio talking about how the Ravens don't care about player safety, and just it was totally insulting, obviously, to John Harbaugh and the organization. How did the Ravens respond a couple of years later? And who knows if this was bulletin board material or not? Maybe just personally to John, fifty six total points, four hundred ninety three total yards, utter domination, and yes, I guess the theme of the month, the theme of the season, perhaps Harbs and company held on to their receipts, and boy, did they respond in a big way today. Oh, man, I need to get inside. Well, I guess coordinators don't speak, right? Coordinators don't speak after um, after uh, the games. That's too bad because I was going to say I need to go inside the locker room for the Dolphins to get those those quotes. But, yeah, he probably won't speak until, I don't know when they do it, probably Thursday. That's usually That's at least when the Ravens do it. I would really, really like to hear him talk about giving up 56 points. <laughs> and it's so funny because – uh, like, and I said this on, on Kay Adams. I know some people saw that clip. I said, uh, cause they asked me about the Fantastic chess match. Job. Fantastic oh, job it. on there. But she asked me about the, uh, the, uh, the chess match, right. Between Munkin and Fangio. And I'm <laughs> like, it's not even fair because Munkin has traded in a couple of pawns for a few more Queens because he has Lamar Jackson. That's the Lamar, ja- Lamar Jackson effect. And then everybody keeps saying one of the reasons that Lamar is 20 and one against the NFC, and I'm sure there's some truth to this, is that they're not used to seeing him. Well, Mr. Vic Fangio, what's the excuse there? He coached at the Ravens for a couple years. He knows Lamar uh, just as well as anybody. But as I said uh, with, with Kay, he doesn't know this Lamar. And you know what I loved? You know what I loved after the game when he was talking in the post? Maybe you have this. When they asked him about Todd Munkin and how Todd Munkin yep. called this Here game. All right, let's go to it. And this might actually just be the part of of the fact that Todd left the offensive play caller booth and was down on the field. So you, you if it is, you can continue on after this thought. What kind of rhythm uh, we saw Todd Munkin on the field late in the game? Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to see him until we got in the locker room. But for him to be on the field, I'm like, this man is funny. He's funny. <laughs> Here's two more. I love that. Okay, so after that, though, after that, they say, well, well, what kind of rhythm was he in as, as an offensive coordinator? And this is, again, what I was trying to get. This this part of the clip didn't make it into the Twitter one. But I remember Kay, um, when I f- finished speaking about Todd Munkin, she said, Sarah, I want – because it was only two questions, and they take you off the screen because they bring in two other reporters from other games they're covering. And she, they, she was like, can you guys bring Sarah back onto the screen? So they bring me back on, and she asks, she's like, you know, I want to give Todd Munkin his due, but I also don't want to take away credit from Lamar Jackson because if you praise Munkin, it's not like Munkin uh, somehow created this from Lamar Jackson, right, this this passing side. 
And she's like, how she basically was asking, like, how do you give Todd Munkin his due without taking away from Lamar Jackson? And what I said to me, the word is in power. That's what Todd Munkin does. And that's what basically Lamar Jackson said afterward. He goes, man, he's like, yeah, he was like Todd Munkin was dialing it up and he was aggressive just the way I like it. But he also let let me be the decision maker. And that's what Todd Munkin does well. That's what we've been saying since he since before he got here is that he knows how to play to his player's strengths. Well, one of Lamar Jackson's strengths that goes totally unnoticed is his ability to see and read and react to what's going on in the field. His processing. It's so underrated. So he said he loved that Munkin was was aggressive, but he also loved that he empowered him to be a decision maker. And that's what Munkin's done. He's taken off any handcuffs and he just lets Lamar cook. And also that OBJ play where mm. Lamar threw it before OBJ was, I don't know, even know that OBJ was ever open, but he did OBJ things and he caught the ball. What happened there is Lamar said he saw it was man on man coverage. So he checked it at the line of scrimmage. And he said, I love that. I have that freedom so I can do what I see. Look at that catch. Look at that catch. This is what you bring him in for. December football making catches like that. When Lamar says, put respect on my man's name, you're going to go one-on-one with him? Okay, fine. Watch this. Uh, uh, Just amazing from the check to the throw to the catch from top to bottom. 32 yards. Next-gen stats went down to the nitty-gritty. Air distance traveled 47.3 yards. Sideline distance, 0.8 yards. So it was a fraction right there in terms of margin for error. A completion probability of 13.3. That's the completion uh, that is Lamar's most improbable of his entire career, which is six years and counting. Ray Lewis, who was live tweeting throughout this game, took notice of this. (laughs) OBJ out there looking like the Madden 16 cover. And it was vintage Odell Beckham Jr. And Sarah, for this to have been on the run, for Lamar to be on the run and fire in a dot like that. It wasn't even like a dot. It was a teardrop. And for Mm. OBJ to not only execute from the moment it hit his hands, but then to corral it as he hits the floor, uh, to your point, this is why you bring him in. And it is now December. And not only are you getting contributions from the guy that you went out and made a big investment on this offseason for a multitude of reasons, but also Rashad Bateman, who's drawn so much criticism, some of which has been deserving over over throughout the course of his career, especially this season. Season highs today, Sarah, four receptions for 54 yards. He was targeted six times. He had that early, not going to call it a drop because I thought Lamar just overthrew it ever so slightly. But the fact that he's starting to come alive bodes really, really well for this offense. And it just, it just creates, um, it creates layers of depth. And I thought that, John did a good job uh, of speaking on that depth during his press conference. Listen to this. While I'm thinking about it, uh, depth, the depth we showed. We had a lot of guys out in this game. Coming off that that physical game last week, guys that couldn't end up going, couldn't make it. Our corners, the way our corners stepped up the way they did, uh, receivers like Bateman that come out and play the way they did, uh, it was just a very impressive performance. Uh, ben Cleveland came out and played great. And there's a spiritual depth to this team as well, okay, that under underlines all that. you know. And I think that's kind of where the real power comes from. I'm with you, Sarah. I really wanted to single out this also from a depth standpoint, kind of a perfect segue because we know that Isaiah has stepped up admirably and productively since Mark Andrews mm. went down. But the decision by John Harbaugh at the end of the second half 
to essentially make a stranglehold mentality, right? We're going to, we're going to go with stranglehold. That's our theme of today. We got a healthy lead right now. We're clicking. Exactly. We're, we're clicking on all cylinders right now. It's fourth and seven. We can bring out Justin Tucker, but you know what? Nah, we're going to give it to, well, first of all, we're going to give Lamar the keys as he's had all season long. And we're going to trust the chemistry that he has and the film study that he has and the decision-making that he has. And he's going to find Isaiah likely with what you called a gorgeous pass and a one-handed, not just catch, a snag. He didn't even use his right hand, Sarah, to bring it in. Okay. It was so smooth. 35 yards to the house, stretched out on the pylon, all out. That is a stranglehold. And at that moment, I'm not only tipping my cap to Harbs for the decision and the guts and the stranglehold message that he sent in the Miami Dolphins, but I'm thinking this is about to be a route. <laughs> and it was from then on. <laughs> Absolutely. That was so smooth. And Bobby, since we're talking about depth, I really want to give a shout out to all of this depth. First of all, after the game, Jeff Zrebic, or at the closing of the game, Jeff tweeted, Ravens general manager Eric DeCosta is on the sideline hugging players. This game is a major statement for the roster depth he's built. Ravens were down pretty deep on their depth chart today. Guys like, let's let's shout them out. Ben Cleveland in for uh, our guy at, at, at right guard. Kevin Zeidler. Uh, Kevin Zeitler, we've got Ronald Darby in there. Marlon goes down. Stevens goes down. Rocky Sin in there. Justice Hill coming in, running like a madman when Keaton Mitchell is out. And then, by the way, later on, Melvin Gordon came in. Um, who else here? Geno Stone. Here he comes in again and gets another interception. This guy just knows where to be all the time. Hat tip to Roquan for tipping that ball. Arthur Mallette. Holy... I mean, just I, I, what would they have done today without Arthur Mallette? That guy was everywhere. He was everywhere. We pointed out Isaiah Likely. How about, how about, let's just talk about guys who've been criticized. Ronnie Stanley for two weeks in a row. Ronnie Stanley, where it looked like Lamar had. Our rotation, but absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, but like when he's in there, but it's like, it was last week, it was Nick Bosa and, um, and and Chase Young. Chase Young. Now yeah. now part of part of 49ers is they were just trying to like didn't want to overcommit on Lamar and let him run. So it was like, okay, fine, he'll he'll just beat you in the pocket if you want to be play it that way. But then you've got Nick Chubb today. I mean, you have the, the Dolphins, Bobby, have the second most sacks behind the Ravens uh, Bradley, in, in the Bradley league. Chubb. I mean, it's just all of what's that? Bradley Chubb, sorry. <laughs> Brad son of a you're good. You're good. And prayers up for him too, by the way. Prayers up. He yes. had to get carded off, and and that looked that looked really bad. And, and Harbaugh was sure to point that out. He singled him out in the post game. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to give a shout out. Yes, prayers up to him. Thank you for saying that. And just like a shout, it's just unreal depth. These guys stepping up, like I'm like as 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 well as Lamar played, as well as Todd Munkin was in his bag, as well as like. Uh, OBJ was the guys that you totally depend on it. Like it, these are, these are guys that you just have to have to continue to go hard when some of your stars go down. Sarah, just a short while ago, OBJ speaking with reporters in the locker room uh, called this Ravens team, this Ravens team that just improved to 13 and three and locked up the number one overall seed quote. This is the best team I've been on in the NFL in my life. 
Who said that's that? coming from that's coming from Odell Beckham Jr., a guy who's Whoa. been around this league. A guy who's been on a Super Bowl winning team, as we all know. Uh, OBJ, just a short while ago. This is the best team I've been on in the NFL ever in my life from OBJ. So good stuff there. Here's John Harbaugh speaking on Lamar's game compared to last week's one. He called him the MVP of, after what he did in San Francisco. Well, what about this time? I'd say it's even better. I mean, his performance was even better than last week, you know, and uh, he, he played he played really a great football game. I mean, he played a perfect football game in terms of the passing game. He's just on point. The pass protection was fantastic. I mean, that's a really good pass rush. I uh, hope Chubb is okay. be praying for him. He's, he's one of the best players in the National Football League. He was a major contention for us. Uh, but our offensive line just played outstanding. Uh, so, lost in the shuffle of the only off time we basically have during any <laughs> given week was this Fox Sports radio host and personality. Not sure how you pronounce her first name there, but maybe Montse, Monts. Uh, she got on Fox Sports Radio and said something this week that uh, got a lot of run on Twitter, Sarah, and probably aged more poorly than any take maybe in the history of sports, <laughs> given what Lamar just did today. But she got on her platform and said, uh, quote, I want my quarterbacks to be quarterbacky." By the way, that quarterbacky phrase has since been used in just about every capacity. <laughs> LeBron James is tweeting about quarterbacky, Des Bryant, RG3. I mean, everybody's talking about quarterbacky and dragging her. She went on to say, to me, Lamar Jackson's just a great athlete, and he had a great game against the 49ers. Prisoner of the moment, he is not the MVP. Christian McCaffrey is the MVP. And quote, Sarah, this tweet, this clip from Fox Sports Radio has since been deleted. And not sure how she's feeling about that one today. Oh, man, I feel uh, there's a part of me that that feels a little bit bad for her because I know that she is going through it to know that like one of your phrases. I mean, at this point, all you can do is like own it and maybe be like, OK, look, I got LeBron and everybody saying this phrase. I don't know. But like, I just don't how you can after MVP and having this season, how you cannot see the greatness of Lamar yet feel like you're just being stubborn it's so stubborn but really then it's like all right well should this be the new definition of quarterbacky like like only the elite of elite are are quarterbacky because it's it's like the uh not bad for a running back kind of phrase right it's just gonna like it's just never gonna it's go gonna away galv it's gonna galvanize this team whether it's mike florio whether it's this personality right here from fox sports you name it uh, it it's galvanizing this team i don't know if it's directly galvanizing it but Sarah, if you're giving this team more bulletin board material, yeah, forget about it. They, they, oh, that's why I they said are I'm looking forward destiny. to it. Yep. That's what I'm saying. I'm looking for it. Please, somebody, please. I don't know who it is, but please continue to doubt it. Please give me, give me your best, your best uh, reasoning <laughs> for why he shouldn't be MVP, just so we can be entertained and and have more material. It's fine. Give it, give it to the world. I want it. Goodness gracious, this episode, as we mentioned, is brought to you by our friends at GEHA. And a quick word from our friends there. For over 86 years, Government Employees Health Association has offered medical and dental benefits designed to meet the unique needs of federal employees and retirees, military retirees, and their families. And with over 2 million members and growing, GEHA continues to serve those members and families who serve all of us every day. 
Government Employees Health Association, your friend in federal since 1937. We know federal because we only provide benefits for federal. Federal Drive is presented by GEHA, proudly providing health and dental benefits to federal employees and their families for 86 years. You can visit GEHA.com to learn more. Partner, we've got over 2,000 here, peak concurrence right now. Thank you so much. Please consider subscribing to both the Vault and the Bobby Baltimore YouTube channels and go ahead and like this video if you've been enjoying this specific piece of content. The Ravens have a rookie sensation on their hands and he is in rare territory. He just set a franchise rookie record at the time uh, of this tweet. It was uh, over 842 receiving yards and counting. That broke Torrey Smith's record that had stood for many years. Before that, Marquise Brown had 584. I believe that was in 2019. I think that was his rookie year. And yes, as you tweeted, shout out EDC. Thank you. Seriously, thank you <laughs> for drafting Zay Flowers. Sarah, this guy is everything and more what they thought that he could be. He blows the top off of defenses. He makes you miss in space. He's a reliable pass catcher. He's got yak yards. And my goodness gracious, is he fun to watch. Bobby, I feel like I have, for me, when I'm looking at wide receivers in the future, just because I feel like working at the Ravens, I've seen um, – so many receivers come through. I don't mean a ton. Um, and to me, and this is maybe true for all positions, but I feel like it's especially true at wide receiver. One of the like indescribable attributes that I feel like a wide receiver has to have is this inner self-confidence that just like is beaming. Now in, in, in Flowers' case, it's beaming through like a smile and happiness and joy. <laughs> but I've seen it beaming in other guys like Bolden, right? Or you see it in a guy yes. like OBJ. And I remember, oh man, I hate to pick on him. I hope I'm not, I hope I'm not doing this, but um uh Perriman. I remember Rashad, the, yeah. the day, yes, I remember the day he came in and I met him uh the 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 day after he was drafted that night. And I went to talk to him and he was like the shyest guy ever. Now there's for sure some shy guys in the NFL and are still good, but I have yet to come across this super, super successful wide receiver. Who's like shy. You can be quiet, but there was like, there was something different about it. And, um, I just feel like you need to have this inner dog at wide receiver. I do not know what it is, but like, but Flowers has that. He just has that it factor. Like OBJ has the it factor. It's just this inner confidence that like, I am going to win. I am going to get this ball. I am going to get open. I am going to be a person that my quarterback can trust. Uh, it's just like, it just, it's, it's an indescribable characteristic that you don't, you can't describe it, but you see it. And Zay Flowers has it. And I hope that Eric DaCosta, who I really feel like is turning, is trying to turn around this, this narrative, and it's a true narrative that the Ravens haven't been able to draft successful wide receivers consistently. And I remember at the end of last season, I remember us talking about, you know, what position should the Ravens go get? And I was like, I don't know. We keep trying at wide receiver. And I hate losing these first round picks and not hitting at wide receiver. So like, I was like, I don't know. Do we want to do this again? Well, Eric DeCosti was like, screw that. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to be unafraid 
of of drafting wide receivers, and he nailed this one. He nailed it. Zay Flowers, I um I don't think he's like number one in all rookie receiving numbers, but he's darn close in a lot of them. And is he a joy to watch? So I do mean that. Thank you, Eric DaCosta, for just being fearless and going back to the well at wide receiver and just nailing it this time around. Sarah, it has to be mentioned that while there were injuries on both sides, and we'll get to how banged up the Ravens are coming out of this game, certainly the bye week is going to help. We'll see how many starters get rest this upcoming week when they finish up the regular season against Pittsburgh at home. Uh, But yes, there was no Raheem Mostert, who was tied for the NFL Mm -hmm. lead in touchdowns at running back uh, entering this game. There was no Jalen Waddell, um, and and Miami was missing some pieces outside of those guys. Uh, But Sarah, you know, the Ravens just did this uh, against the AFC's would-be number two seed, right? Like entering this game, if the postseason began before this game, Miami would be number two, and the Ravens would be number one seed-wise. The Ravens did this to a number two seed without Kyle Hamilton, who did not go today. Early mm-hmm. on, you're saying to yourself, wow, they really miss him. Miami was attacking the flats, moving the ball quickly and efficiently down the field. And you're thinking, this is going to be a shootout like it was last last week. Uh, I'm sorry, last year. Mm-hmm. And then Mike McDonald made adjustments. We can get to that in just a bit. Marlon Humphrey was ruled out of this game with a calf setback. Brandon Stevens was inactive. Kevin Zeitler couldn't go, which you know, has to, had to have been something because that guy only missed two games through three seasons entering today. He's been a, a just durable and then some. And then, of course, Mark Andrews, Keaton Mitchell, and J.K. Dobbins' years are done. We'll see if Mark's able to go if they make a run. Depth and then some is what that mm. is, screams at you right there. And you just can't – you cannot put a price tag on that, especially as they get ready to make their run here. No, yeah, no, I feel like I spoke to that quite a bit already, so I don't need to re- repeat myself. Just the, the depth and the the roster that, that EDC put together was certainly is certainly spectacular. Look at what they've done re, uh, against teams entering when they played them, week seven, week nine, week 15, week 16. Again, you know, of course, Miami's going to be added to this list. This is courtesy of CBS. But this graphic that we have up on the screen is Ravens against teams entering three-plus games of 500. Mm. We know what they did to Detroit in week seven. Thumped them. One by 32. We know what they did to Seattle two weeks later in, in week nine. Thumped them by 34. Week 15 against Jacksonville, one by 16. Last week, Christmas night, week 16 against San Francisco, one by 14. This has and been all... Thumped them by 37 today. 37. <laughs> Add that to the list, CBS. It has been all-out dominance, and they are undispu- the undisputed team to beat. Anything else on on offense? Oh, well, I guess I'll say this because I do want to give. I do want to get to the defense, but I just felt like um, I mentioned this briefly. Justice Hill, I thought, was very good today. Not just in the rushing game because he did. He, he had three carries for forty-eight yards, but look at him in the passing game. He had five targets. He caught all five of them for 64 yards and a touchdown. So you you add it all up between his receiving and his rushing, and he's he's well over 100 yards with a touchdown. But that is what the Ravens were, were loving from Keaton Mitchell. I mean, you're, you can't replace that speed, but Hill's no no slouch, you know, when it comes to the speed department. Yeah. And And he is a factor in the passing game which is just great for Lamar Jackson to have. 
um, to have a guy like that where you can just do an easy check down or the touchdown the, that was on a wheel route that was just absolutely beautiful and textbook. So just just thought Justice Hill was was fantastic. Thought Gus Edwards was running hard between the numbers like he usually does. And then I try to give Melvin Gordon uh, his touchdown away to, to Gus Edwards. When Melvin Gordon came in, he just he just wanted it. He wanted it. You could tell that's a guy that's a veteran that's been stuck on the practice squad. Harbaugh and everybody has said nothing but positive things about him. I mean, the the I don't know what the word is like the just just to be the team player and sit on that practice squad for all of these weeks. I feel like it's been since like week two or three and you know what you're capable of. And then finally you get a chance to show it in the fourth quarter of a beatdown, And he did show it. And it makes you feel like, all right, if we have to turn to him, he's got, he's got a lot of juice in there because he's been resting this whole season. So just a shout out to, to the, to the rushing attack also. Uh, good point professionalism is what comes to mind with Melvin Gordon. There we go. And, and I think it's easy to be a professional one when you've been around for as long as he has, but when you know that this team is special, it's, it doesn't mm-hmm. take a rocket scientist to, to understand that about what is brewing right now in Baltimore and shout out to Gus bus too. 13 rushing touchdowns on the year for him. That's mm-hmm. the second most in team history behind Jamal Lewis's mark with 14 back in 2003. So perhaps he gets a chance to tie or break that next weekend against the Pittsburgh Steelers. All right, should we talk defense? Because it certainly was another dominant game defensively. And I didn't think we were going to be talking about that, Sarah, after the first quarter because, again, they were running all over the Ravens. And Tua was efficiently working. He was moving the ball. And you're thinking to yourself, wow, is is Kyle Hamilton's loss going to be too hard to overcome against a team that is there's a lot of firepower? This stood out to me as well, and I was doing 15 things at once, and I didn't I didn't rewind the television. Well, sure enough, my partner was all over it. CBS, no team has ever led the league in points allowed, takeaways, and sacks in the same season. That's what the rate at that point in the game, which I assume they still do right now, mm-hmm. th- that's where they that's where they stand. They lead in all three categories right now and they just do it in so many different ways Geno Stone gets back on the board with an interception good for him it was the first since when was the last time he I had a note here since week nine his seventh of the season second most in the NFL which is crazy since since he hasn't had one in week nine it's now week 17 that just shows you how dominant he was the first nine games I'm sure I'm sure he's because it's not like he hasn't played at all but obviously his his snap count has gone down since Marcus Williams came back. And I'm sure he's just like, how many interceptions could I have if I still got to start every week, you know? Um, No, but I, I, I promise you, it's so funny. I was watching that first quarter and the dolphins marched in on the first drive and they say essentially do on the second drive too. the Ravens uh, got a little lucky because Tyreek Hill bobbled that touchdown catch that should have been that should have been 14 in in two drives but I I looked over because my son who you know is 14 so he's got he's 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 a little bit more up and down I try to stay a little bit more even keeled during the game (laughs) although I do get fired up but I don't get I don't get too low 
Um, I feel like people envision like, you, Sarah, if I, I don't want to put words in, in our audience's mouth, but I feel like people just envision you running around your living room and throwing <laughs> things and just kind of like an extension of when you get fired up on the show. Is that not the case? <laughs> well, it, it like for the most part, I'm like you and all the media people and I'm like typing away, looking, you know, putting up stats and whatnot. But uh, like, for example, the, the, um, the kick return by um, uh, the, the kick re- that was the punt return where the Ravens won it in overtime on that play. Yes. I was running all Tyler over Wallace. the living room. Yeah. yeah. By Tylen Wallace. I was running for sure all over the living room. Uh, and it always like wakes my kids up for a second. Cause I'm more typing away while they're se- celebrating. So it definitely, it definitely happens every once in a while. But anyway, back to the first quarter, my son's like getting mad and he's like, what the heck? I thought we were supposed to have a good defense. And I turned around. I was like, son, I was like, just wait. Mike McDonald's going to adjust. He's going to adjust. I go, Hamilton's out. Stevens is out. They're going to figure this out. They're going to figure it out. And, and I was happy to say that that was true. And like, it's not like you have to be like a prophet to say that it's Mike, Mike McDonald and this defense has done that over and over again. So you don't have to be a prophet. It's just what they've done. So it's what you come to expect. I love that. Uh, it's funny that Gardy, <laughs> Gardy parties all over the map. I love that. There's must be so much energy in that living room. So many dynamics and personalities yeah. in the Ellison household. But, but yeah, this is back-to-back weeks that Mike McDonald has, has course corrected, if you will, in game. I remember saying the exact same thing at halftime. That was sort of a, a topic point on Christmas night and they just find a way to make it happen. And And the fact that they're doing this, Without Kyle Hamilton, by the way, if if today and that first quarter in particular isn't a testament to his all-pro caliber season that he's putting in this year and year two, I don't know what is. It was tough to see that, obviously, but that is, I mean, validation for a lot mm-hmm. of the conversations surrounding Kyle's game and what honor should be attached to his name once it's all said and done this year. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, no, no, absolutely. I mean, I, I feel like Hamilton is like, it's like, who do you choose for the Ravens defensive player of the year? Him or Roquan? You know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's. Crazy. Speaking of Roquan, I love this moment <laughs> on the sideline. This is after Roquan Smith's one-handed interception. 
and he talked about it in the post game press conference. He said that ready. He, I got it right here. Go for it. Oh, we got every. Hey, you don't think you we came prepared? All. Listen, we're rolling today. Two thousand plus on here. We're jacked up. You're jacked up. Happy New Year. Here's Roquan. It was kind of funny because uh, the one I think it was on the first or second drive when Ten caught it uh, to our right uh, on the on the Marlowe one. I seen it then, and I was like, I, I didn't get that fast enough. So I was like, crap. Like thinking about it, and I was like, if I get that again with the back fast, and then I knew it had to be an in breaking route. So I said, I'm gonna just run, and then if I ran, and I couldn't believe it, and then I seen it. I was like, crap. Let me stick this arm out, and yeah, that's what happened. Roquan, <laughs> you said like. But, but Sarah, my favorite part about that entire thing was the yak, right? Like the return. Yeah. This dude, he was like stiff arming people. Get out of my way. He's juking people. And yes, to Frank Brady's live chat request here, it's probably a good time to tell you that we had a little in-game texting chain going on with Roquan's people. And we are tentatively scheduled to be with him again. And he'll rejoin the vault on Tuesday if everything goes well. So be on the lookout for that. You were saying? Well, just real quick, while we're on the topic, who, what other linebacker may we have on this week? <laughs> I have content on this, so do you want to finish that thought before we get okay, into I'll it? Finish, because I have it, I have slides and everything, because I pulled the U. Listen, if you can half-court heave, I can full-court heave, and I played hoops, you're a basketball coach, and uh, we're, we're, we're draining <laughs> right now, all right? You know, Mike, everybody that follows basketball in the NBA – Okay, Mike Breen's a legend, play-by-play broadcaster. He has become a hot commodity in the Steph Curry era because of his bang, right? The bang in the NBA Finals, the LeBron James bang call. Like, that's one of the all-time staples of his game as a play-by-play broadcaster. We're bang, bang, bang these days. I mean, we're just flowing right now. So finish that thought before we get before right, I get I carried some, away over here. Yeah, no, I love it. I have some thoughts on that too. So anyway, this is after Roquan's interception, which was phenomenal. He just described how it went down. And Zach Orr. Woo! Zach Orr, as I'm sure many of you know, also a Ravens linebacker. His career cut short. Was it his neck? Was it his neck? Oh, he had so many things, so many complications. I, I felt so bad for him. He so did not want to have to retire early. He was just hitting the stride. He was like another undrafted rookie linebacker that just came up the ranks. And so, but what does he do? What does he do? Does he like sulk and get upset that his playing career is over? Nah, he jumps into coaching. And look at him, dude. He's built. It's just like Roquan, <laughs> as you know. You know that he wants to get out there himself. So he is so fired up getting into Roquan's face. And I wish we could play the whole video because then Roquan looks back at him and oh, he yeah. gives the same thing and they're both just juicing <laughs> each other up. And I was like, I can only imagine their linebacker, uh, their linebacker room and the meetings that they have. And I loved it, Bobby. You know that Roquan speaks my language. He yep. was asked about all the guys that kept going down. Are you kidding me? They held, they held Miami with Tyreek Hill. And again, I know they were missing Waddle. But they held the Miami Dolphins to 19 points without more than half their secondary. And so they asked Roquan, how would you guys do it? What does he say? He says Roquan things. He's like, well, what are you going to do when you look at um, adversity in the face? He's like, are you going to fold? Are you going to shrink? Or are you going to like look at his face and go through it? And he's like, that's what we did. We get knocked down. We jump right back up. We're going to run through adversity and we're yeah. going to, and we're going to like go for it all. And it's just like, that's the only way to attack adversity. I, I swear by it. I don't care if it's football or life or whatever you get punched in the gut 
That's all you can do. You just, it's what he says. You stare adversity in the mind. And that is the picture. That is the picture of two men who stare adversity in the face and just run right through it. And they're working together collectively, right? He's the position coach, right? Roquan's the position. And, and, and they've both played the game at such a high level. And, and we've had such a, a – the fortune of talking to Roquan on a semi-weekly basis throughout this special season, and he's talked about what Zach has meant to the room. You know, that's a John Harbaugh hire. And, mm. and I think Harb deserves he's his He's had due. a lot of good hires. He has had a lot of great hires. And, and the, the process and, and how thorough he was, in particular this offseason, at offensive coordinator, bringing in double-digit – candidates and settling on a guy who dang it through 17 weeks has, has certainly validated that hire more, more and, and everything and more so far. Uh, but, but I, I love this photo right here because this, this to me screams at you brotherhood. It screams at you commitment and, and everything that we've seen that Roquan embodies uh, this right here. It's got to be rewarding for the position coach on the right. And it's got to be even more rewarding for the player who's executing. So cannot wait to speak with Agent Zero, hopefully coming up this week on Tuesday. To your point, somebody that he's modeled his his career off of, the way that he loves football, the way that he plays football, the way that he talks and preaches and believes in the game of football was live tweeting. And that is the great Ray Lewis. And he had a lot to say, including at halftime. All I'll say is this is what an MVP performance looks like. He's got Lamar's numbers up there, Sarah. Okay. Listen, 52 was in his bag. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Like, and listen, I don't think he has a social media manager doing this. He might have one, but based on the way that he was tweeting, I think Ray is just like all of us. He's loving this. He's a kid in a candy store, and he is literally live tweeting in game. So as you did within the last couple of weeks, I find myself getting inspired, decide to take a shot in the dark of which you weren't even aware of. That's how busy of a day it was on Twitter, I guess, until I texted you about it. But I just quote tweeted that tweet that I just showed you on the screen. And I said, what's up, Ray? Shot in the dark here. But Sarah and I would love to have you on our post game show for a few minutes after this one finishes up. Let me know if you're interested. And as always, we can't take the full credit for this. Because while no. we have decent followings on this, you have you've built the, your Twitter up to absolutely just rock star levels. I've been using it a lot more since I've been reinstated, and so we get great engagement and whatnot. We have to thank Ravens Flock because when you took your yes. shot in the dark with Steve and you let everybody mm-hmm. know about it, I did the same as well today. The amount of people that went out of their way to just sure it's thirty seconds, but whatever they they tweeted at Ray, they tweeted at Steve, and it becomes this storm of tweets so that you can't not see it if you're the right. subject and right. and that you cannot put a price tag on the importance level of that. It doesn't matter what your following is. He doesn't follow me and I didn't follow him at the time. And yet look at what transpired. And let me, I'll go big screen here. Uh, Ray so, DM so Bobby, you didn't DM him. No. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Here it is. Ray DM would me right here and, and said, Bobby, let's set something up. Today wouldn't be good, and and that, of course I quote you to you with to the screenshot because you guys weren't following. Is that why? Because you yeah. weren't on him, you had to hit accept. That's yeah. And so, and so now Ray and I are going back and forth about hopefully a time this week that we can not only have uh, the greatest to ever do it on in, in Ray, but but Roquan potentially on Tuesday. So uh, again, only can take a little bit of credit just from 
taken the the the, the full court heave, if you will, like yes. I said here on Twitter. But it, it it is you guys making this happen for us, and yes. we just can't express our appreciation and gratitude enough because uh, it it just means everything, you know. Bobby, 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 Bobby. This is the way. This is the way forward. I was going to talk to you today. This morning, I went to church as I do every Sunday morning, and they asked my husband to do this little thing on goals. My husband's like amazing at like goals, and he's he's like he reminds me of Lamar in a way. He's so focused. He like knows what he wants. Anyway, so he gave this thing on goals, and I was just like, listen more in love with him than I ever, like ever. I'm just so in love with this man, just listening to him. Oh, I just love him. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. So anyway, he was talking about these different ways you can set goals, right? He's like, you could do it time-based or you can do it role-based, meaning like, what's the different roles you play? One of them being professional. I was like, me and Bobby need to get together just because I was so inspired today. I was like, we need to get together and have our professional goals written down (laughs) for the vault. We're going to write them down and we're going we're to have tactics and we're going to have strategies of how we're going to get it. So my point is bringing this back to Ray. We don't have much luck going the PR route. Hey, can you guys give us a, an interview? We don't have much luck. Going, sometimes it's like hit or miss with publicists, right? Like their, their agents or whatever. We're hit or miss there. But we are way better going the Twitter route. And just like all everybody that's listening right now, all 2,000 plus all the other ones on Twitter and everywhere else. This is the way. We just need to take shots together and just pummel people with tag, like just tagging them and saying, please come on. So it worked with Steve. It looks like it's going to work with Ray. I tried it with Dez. That didn't work the other day. That's fine. But we just got to keep taking shots. And I, and it's what you're, you're so right. There's no way they would see it if it weren't for everybody having our back that's listening to us right now. Yeah, and you know what? We love what we do so much, and and we're we're so we're such believers in what we're doing because of what you guys have provided us this platform. That that we're, we don't care if we we get no's. Like we don't. Yeah. It's it's just dirt off the shoulder. That's part of the process. You know what I mean? And so when they yeah. but when they do come through, my gosh, it's just so fulfilling. So we're going to continue to take those shots. And sorry to get on a little bit of a tangent on, on this Ray conversation, but hopefully. That'll be coming up this week. A lot of you are suggesting that we do a collab with Roquan. Maybe that's something we talk about offline because we are scheduled to speak with him on Tuesday. He does have a time-sensitive slot, so we'll have to be mindful of that, but something to be on the lookout for. Uh, Alex P., thank you for the donation. Thanks to everybody for popping on through uh, YouTube Super Chat donations, Venmo. They're all coming in from all which ways. Uh, let's get those those thumbs up for Bobby and Sarah. Appreciate the call to action, Alex. Yes, if you haven't already done so, please consider subscribing to this video and also subscribing to both. I'm sorry, liking the video and subscribing to both the Vault and the Bobby Baltimore YouTube channel. Should we go ahead and put the live chat? Um, I'm sorry, the live stream access link for guests into the chat. Yeah, let's do that. Well, Any other notes me, that we haven't? Yeah. Let me just give some more defensive numbers to give the defense a little bit more love. So Geno Stone did finish the game is the leading tackler. Awesome. Uh, Roquan, number two. Justin Matabike got his 13th sack of the season. Mm. Unreal. I bet, I bet you he's Van wishing Noy. that happened last week. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah, exactly. Uh, set a new new record, but at least he's got the tied record. Uh, Kyle Van Oye got a, uh, got a sack. Odafe Owe got a sack. So... Uh, I feel like I actually feel like things started to turn when they got more pressure on Tua. And I feel like I feel like once we started getting pressure, it was just like making him 
go into decisions that maybe he didn't want. So, whoo, the chat line is filling up already. They really are. And I just wanted to show that Mark Andrews was in attendance oh. here. Yeah, I know it pulls at the heartstrings for sure. He and Lamar dapping each other up. And then there's Dino on the left-hand side with that Baltimore Sun front page, baby. AFC's best. Ravens secure number one seed and win the division. And now it is New Year's Eve. It is going to be lit up in Baltimore tonight. Beemore around town was sold out. Jimmy Smith is going to be popping by next week for the Steelers game. Looking forward to having him on our pregame show. And Jamie Sharper, um, shout out Jamie Sharper, Super Bowl champion and current special teams coordinator and outside linebackers coach for the XFL's D.C. Defenders. He popped on today. He was awesome. I'm going to pull a few clips from that and post that when time permits. I uh, really, really enjoyed his case that he made for Lamar, talking about how other teams straight up fear this guy from his perspective as somebody who has transitioned into the coaching world. So uh, go check that out if you haven't already done so under the live tab from earlier on the pregame show. He came on within the first couple minutes of the show. Okay, let's get to it in order of when you joined. Let's keep it real buttoned up. I know we're fired up, but 30 seconds or less. Give us your one big takeaway from today and what you have going on New Year's Eve. Justin, we're coming to you first. Then, Wes, you're on deck. Welcome in, man. How are you? Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. Same to you. <laughs> Love <Listen>. the hat. <laughs> I'll talk about the game, but I seen earlier in the chat, uh, we have somebody in the chat, Jeremy. He said he watched a game uh, in the ICU with his father, and his father passed. So I just want to say rest in Aww. peace and love from all the flock. So. But uh, we echo that. I didn't see that, so yes, thank you for I saying that, Justin. Either. But uh, yeah, I was. I'm going back to the last vault with Sarah. I'm with Sarah on that. Everybody, oh, they're peaking too early. Blah 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 blah. No, we want the 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 road to the Lombardi to come through Baltimore. Rest, everybody. Forget the 2019 PTSD. This is a new year. This is our year. Like OBJ said, this is the best team we ever had. And uh, I think this is a beautiful way to roll into the new year. So happy new year, everybody. Be safe out there. I love you guys. Thanks so much, Justin. I, we just got a notification he, from, sorry, go ahead. I just said, he set the example of how to do it. He came in with passion, two quick points, got out. I was nodding my head the whole time in agreement, but go ahead and tell, tell him about the notification we just got. Yeah. Well, I also wanted to shout out uh, Jeremy, the subscriber yes. that he mentioned in the live chat, whose father passed, you know, certainly, uh, our thoughts and, and support are with you right now, Jeremy, for sure. Sending you all the, the positive energy that we have. Um, StreamYard is is shooting messages at us right now that the studio is full, meaning over 12 people are on at once. So, man, you guys are awesome. If you're getting denied, just know that um, keep trying because every time a, a guest comes on, we once they finish up, we get rid of them. Yeah, try so, when somebody comes off because yeah. then a new opening will be there. Yeah. Yeah. But Wes, you were on time, on target. So welcome in. How are you? Hey, what's up, guys? A lot to say about this game, but I'll keep it short. Um, Maybe a little hypercritical of John Harbaugh and Todd Munkin throughout the course of the season. But I think over the last two weeks, San Francisco today, uh, some of Todd Munkin's best play calling he's done. And John Harbaugh has been just on on target with every every decision he's been making, Munkin's been making. And I think that they're peaking just at the right time going into the playoffs. Great point, brother. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Thanks, Wes. All right, Wes. Good stuff. Yeah, Sarah, Todd was – there's a reason why the guy left <laughs> – there was a reason why the guy left the offensive play-calling booth to go celebrate <laughs> with his with his, with his his players at, after, you know? When your offense scores 56 points, you get to go down in the field early and, and be a part of that celebration. You don't want to be up in the booth. You've earned that right with 56 points. I love it. 
Heck, do whatever you want. Go to Fed Hill early. I don't care. <laughs> do, do whatever the heck you want. All right, DRMZ, then Kyron. Welcome in, brother. Happy New Year to you and yours. We love the purple beanie you got rocking there. Appreciate that, man. Happy New Year to y'all, too. But um, I'm one of those people who believe, you know, start, certain people need wrestling on defense. But I think Patrick Queen needs at least next week off because he's been grabbing that show in the last two or three games. What do you guys think? I, I, I agree. Here's yeah. here's the thing. You Thanks got call, six. Brother. Yeah, thank you. You got six people who can be inactive. That Those are the NFL rules. So at the top of the list for me is Lamar. Uh, Hamilton's got to be out, right? Hamilton, you now have to rest Marlowe because he's hurt. You got to rest. Uh, who else was hurt? Maybe maybe Zeitler, maybe Stevens. Who knows? Who knows how long they have? Zeitler, Stevens. Who else has been nursing stuff? I mean, there's been people on the list. That's one, two, three, one, I mean, two, Zay three, was four. That's already five right week. there. Zay you know, was questionable. OBJ, though, he's the veteran. It'll probably be OBJ even before Zay, unless OBJ's, I mean, Zay's really hurt. So that's six people right there. So everybody else has to be dressed. And then it's like, I mean, it's a numbers game. I know we all say, like, I mean, there's going to be starters that are going to have to play. Because yeah. then, and then, because it's not like this is preseason where you have 90 people dressed, you know? Like, you're still going to have 45 people and you've got, you know, you've got to have rotations. You got to have all that. So most of those forty-five are going to have to play. So I mean, there's only so many. So I think people who are legit hurt, make them inactive with Lamar, and then from there you just you just go go as many backups for as long as you can. Appreciate you, DRMZ. Happy New Year, man. Here's Harbaugh on that conversation as it pertains to Lamar. Uh, I've given a lot of thought to it, uh, and it was uh, all kind of hypothetical until just now. And uh, I'm sure I'll talk to Lamar, and I'm sure he's going to want to play. Um, but you know we're going to have to talk about that and decide what we want to do. You know you can only you can only take six players out of the equation. You know and there's going to be injuries anyway. So you know it's not like the preseason. This is your, your you got you're playing your team, uh, except for whoever you end up taking out. Uh, so we just we're going to have to have the conversation. We have not made any decision there yet. You mentioned the way. There you have it, Sarah. Six. It's going to be a game of I don't know. It's going to be quite the game that they're going to have to play roster crunching wise. Kyron. You're up next. Welcome in, brother. Happy New Year to you and yours. Happy New Year. Uh, first off, I even want to start. I want to say happy belated birthday, Sarah. Um, Thank you. But, you know, it's funny. My Bengal fan younger brother was arguing with me yesterday that Lamar wasn't the MVP. Uh, that, the day performance shut him up. But <laughs> but there was two things I wanted to see today, and they both happened. I want to see Lamar throw five touchdowns because we haven't seen that in four years. And I said Roquan hasn't caught a pick yet this season. So the two things I predicted to happen actually happened today. And I am so happy about today's victory, especially because we needed it. Love it. Appreciate you, Kyron. Talk soon. Thanks for the love. I think he's mid-shift. I love that. I love when people call in mid-shift. That, that is yeah, awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. I think you're mid-shift, Kyron. Not sure. You'll tell us next time. Uh-oh. I think we're about to get blessed here with our next guest. Uh-oh. And he knows we're coming to him, too, because he knows last time. Yes, he does. He's not in his head. I love it. <laughs> All right. We'll give him a little bit of extra love because we both enjoyed it last time. I think he's going to be coming after me for my prediction. That's my prediction for what's coming uh, in this upcoming no, he's segment too, he's here. He's too nice. Let's see it. We'll see. My nizzle, Jay Jizzle, rejoining our post-game live stream. Welcome in. Happy New Year, brother. Hey, man. How y'all doing? How you doing, Sarah? How you doing, Bobby? Happy New Year to y'all. 
Same to Same you. Same to you. <laughs> I already know. I'm not going to get on you about your pick, man, because I remember last couple of times you picked against us, we won. So I was like, you know, and you being objective, man, so there is no reason for, you know what I'm saying, for to be angry about that. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate you. So check it out. Last time uh, I ended our conversation with a Bible verse. So this time I wanted to start it off with one. You know, Psalms, Psalms 118 verse 24 says, this is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. And I'm pretty sure everybody can relate with all us Ravens fans. We can we can relate to that. You know what I'm saying? We can feel that. You heard me? Absolutely. 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 Yeah, yeah, we're, no, absolutely. We're basking in it right now. Oh, yeah, yeah so I'm, ready. I'm just rejoicing over here. <laughs> Already, that's what's up. I want to show off my Ravens gear. I got the got the skull cap, got the shirt on. I got Ravens pants, and not oh, to yeah. be outdone with the Ravens shoes, the Ravens <laughs> slippers. You know, that's awesome, man. Got the Ravens slippers on. So yeah, man. All I wanted to say, and I ended on this note. Uh, last week against San Francisco, I thought that was our most complete game of the year that I had seen in a long time. Offense, I played their defense. Defense, I played their offense, and even special teams, I played their special teams. You know, but this week, this game here, this Miami game, I think it might have outdone this one. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and I want everybody to rest easy. This team is different. It's similar to the 2019. But it's different. So a lot of people going to have to rest. You got to think Marlowe, Stevens, the ones who didn't play this week, Kevin Zyler, they probably not going to play next week. You know what I'm saying? And even if Lamar don't play, I would be happy if he played like a half. But even if he don't play, trust and rest assured that they will be ready when the, when the uh, division around come. Because most of them players who was there in 2019, a lot of them now this year, and they remember that. And they not going to let that happen again. You heard me? We appreciate you. We Happy New you. Year, my man. Thank you for having me, y'all. Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all day. Absolutely. Happy New you Year. You do the same. You do the same. There's going to be plenty more football coming up tonight as well. Let's get out to Des Moines, where Randy is standing by. If you're holding, continue to hold. Thank you so much. The guest lines are filled up. We're trying to get as many of you as possible. Short and succinct, we ask, just so we can get as all you guys in here. Randy, welcome in. Thanks for being with us. Hey, it's, it's, it's great to join you, too. You guys. Hey, Randy, why don't you maybe ch choose a different Wi-Fi signal or maybe use um, a, a, your phone? If you could use your phone, sometimes that can help. But figure out that connection. We'd love to have you back on. Roberto, how are you? Hey, how's it going, guys? Um, I live in South Florida, so this is – Oh, this is super delicious. I mean, <laughs> I, I get, I got, I got neighbors and friends who came over to watch this game who are Dolphins fans, and um, I just had an entire three quarters of just joy, fun. They're I not mean, there anymore. Uh, I can see. Oh, they, they, they abandoned. I, I went outside to the patio. I'm having a great night. It's like 65 degrees, South Florida. I can't complain about the weather down here. It's been great. Hey, your but, place um, looks dope out there. I like that. Uh, yeah, no, I'm out, I'm on patio. I grilled some ribs earlier this morning. You know, we had some ribs for the game, and then I have some burgers and all that stuff. I got grills and and whatnot out here, but it's it's beautiful outside. But um, you know, como como dijo Manuel in the pregame, feliz año nuevo a todos. I mean, that's happy New Year to both you guys. Um, it's funny. I actually stumbled upon your guys' podcast and, and your show 
after the, the Bengals game on Thursday night here a couple weeks ago uh, because of Spenny. You know, you guys know you're Spenny. Spen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and so, of course, I watch your show. I watch your show now every day. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a nerd. What can I say? But um, a huge, huge Ravens fan. Uh, today was awesome, you know, watching the offense and the defense play well. I mean, I as, as a South Florida um, Ravens fan, I'm sitting here going, oh, the Dolphins offense. Every time the Dolphins got on the field, I'm like, hey, they can score. They can score. Until it was 56 to 19, I went, okay, they ain't going to beat us. So um, happy New Year to both you guys. Again, go Ravens. Um, I, I, I feel better than 2019, of course, uh, because I think this team is, is at a more mature level. We have leaders at the right spots. Um, hey, go Ravens. Feliz año and wave at everybody, and we'll see you later. Thanks so much, Roberto. Appreciate Enjoy it. it down there. Looks like he's been hosting. That's awesome. Yeah, One that's thing awesome. I wanted to do before we get to back to the guest line, we're going to get to as many of you as possible. Did want to be sure to shout out and thank two of our returning patrons, Ivan, Ivan Gunn, and Leilani are supporting everything we're building here inside the channel through Patreon this month, and we appreciate them. So shout out you both. If you want to do the same and you want to help out and you got $4.99 to spare, that's $4.99 a month for a shout out. It's a great way to help us out, and all that goes towards the betterment of our channel. So patreon.com forward slash Ravens Vault Podcast. Before we get back to the guest line 2.0, I really wanted to share something that I was sent from my mother actually it came up on her instagram sarah and i figured you might appreciate this because you retweeted it it's a young out-of-state ravens fan who was gifted Mm. by his parents on christmas morning tickets to this game and my oh my did the ravens deliver for him here is young jack not sure what state he's in or where they live but here is his christmas morning uh and this is just get ready for this thank you Jack, there's one more thing on the bottom. Oh, yeah, I know what this is. Would I read out loud? Yeah. yeah. It may be a little ch- chilly. 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 So wear this sweatshirt in six days when we go to Baltimore. I'm excited to see the Ravens versus the Dolphins at... At, M- at MNT Big Stadium with, with you, Jack. Dad, that's mom. Day. So, so, so excited. Dude, we're going, we're going to the Ravens Dolphins game. Yeah, you are. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> now, mom's good. <laughs> we're going to have the best time. <laughs> just do me a favor in the spirit of giving it's new year's eve this instagram handle that i have up on the screen right now simply made greetings is his mother's instagram account is where i found the video go drop a nice little nugget uh whether it's a happy new year or congratulations to jack for his first ravens game i think he saw a pretty memorable one i was just so touched by that and to turn this whole thing full circle we have gotten i've gotten so close with sarah's four kids you guys have done an incredible <laughs> job raising them. And I, I, I just I'm watching that and I'm thinking about the moments, all of which have been virtual for the most part, besides the fact when you brought your oldest here for training camp last summer, you got you and Trevor have done just such an incredible job, too. And to see the gratitude that just he was overcome with. Yeah, it just made me think of your kids. So happy new year to you, partner. Happy belated birthday and to everybody. I, I just was so moved by that. 
It was so good. It was so good. And you just like, when people are so grateful that it just like can't be contained, you know what I mean? That was him yep. in that moment. So I love that you're sending people over there to, to show them some love. Let's keep this thing going. Hazy Loco 90, who celebrated a birthday last week, if I'm not mistaken. You had your whole posse with you in the living room. What do you got going on today? And, and why hey. you still got the birthday pin on, though? Wait a second here. You can't I, have I two of those. I got to the game today and they gave it to me. Okay. All right. That's fair. That's fair. I was in section 108. I had a ball, man. Heck yeah. It was amazing to see. Hey, man, Lamar MVP, man. He uh, showed out. I call it five tutties and a baby. (laughs) I love it. And you got us on in the background. You hear that, Sarah? He's got us on in the background. He's always doing that. I was looking for y'all. I was trying to find you at the pregame, but I didn't get there early enough. Well, the beauty of it is that you got another week to do it, and you're gonna hey. have this one week because this, you know, what runs through Baltimore. So you yeah, get time. They, they got to come through the city, baby. Yeah, <laughs> come through the bank. Appreciate you, yeah. man. Happy belated. Hey, Enjoy it. Go flop. Happy New Year's. All the best, man. All the best. He's funny. Last last week, he had like his entire his entire family. Uh, in the living room, and it was just cracking me up because not only could you hear us in the background, but but they were all getting involved too. So that was yeah, pretty cool. Awesome. All right, let's keep this thing going. If you're holding, hold. We'll get to as many as we possibly can. How long do you want to go for, partner? Uh, well, how many? Uh, how about who do we have? How many do we have left? How many are in the, the one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight? Two. Oh my four, gosh. Six, eight. All right. All right. We'll get to a few more. How about that? Okay. Let's let's a, try to get let's just be succinct. Let's try to get to them all, but no more after the eight. I feel like my kids are sitting there staring at me over there, being like, Mom, let's go. Yep. Yep. And yeah. yep, we got a lot going on today. So yeah. all right, make sure I don't botch this. Is it Rafike or Rafik? Rafik. Rafik, welcome in. Hey, How are you? How you guys doing? Another show. Happy New Year. It's like a predicted one one twenty four with a number one seed. So we uh just want to say uh Great complete win, and it's most offense, defense, special teams. And just one quick thought about that uh, quarterbacking nonsense. Does this woman watch the games? I mean, she think that. I mean, does she watch the games? She's seen them <laughs> play. Like this, this, this happened. This, this happened in San Francisco. Like, he won the MVP in twenty nineteen. So I don't know what does she watched the games. I, I don't understand it. That's no, it. the answer is no. no. Of course not. She doesn't. <laughs> so, uh, He's definitely MVP. I can't see anyone taking it from him. Complete win. I love it. I love it. Rafiq, we appreciate you, man. Happy New Year. I appreciate you guys. Love you. Thanks so much for calling in. No, we love you. You guys have been incredible. Yeah, so much love. Man, Chef Trez is calling for a multi-panel. Remember we did that, let one of those late night ones? Let's give Randy oh, another yeah. shot, though. I want to, maybe he yeah, fixed Randy, his, Rand, yeah. his connection here. Randy, we're going to give you another shot here. Hopefully you're working. Happy New Year to you and yours. You got us? You got us, Randy. I think I think you're muted. Yeah, hi. My Next week, Randy. Next week, we promise. If you can figure it out for us, Chef Trez, what's up? Hey, I just came to gloat, Bobby. I mean, once again, <laughs> you just picked the wrong team. I don't know why you do this. Listen, like, I'm doing you a favor. All right. No, oh, Bobby. I look. Sarah and I and the Ravens fly. We don't want to hear it. You got know the team to pick, but you just it is it's just not making any sense. But happy New Year's, great win, great everything. Playoffs run through Baltimore. 
Yes, sir. Chef, hold me accountable. I know. I know. I knew it was coming when I stuck my neck out there. It's funny, though. I just thought that once the most The thing Mostert is, is I thought you were about to pick the Ravens. Like, you gave all the reasons to pick them. You were like, man, there's just been no reason reason to pick against them. You, you said that. So I thought you were going to pick them. Well, just so everybody knows, I'm not from here on out because they are a wagon. And I just thought that the, <laughs> the short week and some of the injuries yeah. that they had piled up and um, – I thought that next week would be relevant for them. It will be for Pittsburgh, certainly not for Baltimore. So it's not that I doubted them. It was just I was trying to be as objective as I've ever been, looking yeah. at things big picture and, and was proven wrong and was glad to be, was glad to be proven wrong. Daniel, you're always hooking us up in the comments section, yeah. making sure people run those likes up and whatnot. We appreciate you. Happy New Year, you and yeah, the missus. And uh, what's going on? Hey, I just wanted to say Happy New Year to you guys. Uh, we're gonna have to call you Bobby Flores for this one week. <laughs> I can wear yeah. that. I can wear that. Yeah, happy. Although I think I predicted well. respectfully. Come on now. Oh yeah, That's respectfully true. for sure. Um, I just wanted to say it was a great win. Uh, we just we're driving back from the game. My wife got me uh, these tickets for Christmas, so I'm super appreciative. Uh, but I just wanted to. Uh, hopefully, you guys can comment. I, I I don't know what's going on with the run game. The the run we got to stop the run. And that's my only critique that I'm really afraid of going uh, forward towards the playoffs. And I don't know if we can fix it. I don't know if there's a person that we can sign, but it scares me a little bit because they were gashing us early and it was often. So Early, but not too often, though. But not yeah, too not often. too often, but I feel like playoff football is going to be different and I feel like a lot of teams sure. are going to key in on that. So yep. I don't know. but It's a good point. Yep. Thank you, guys. It was, I knew your brother. It was 150, 154 rushing yards Ravens gave up. And I feel like coming into this game, the Ravens were like right on the bubble for being a top 10 rush defense. I mean, clearly, they don't have a lot of weaknesses, but if you had to pick one, that would probably be it. And so we just got to look at, you know, who they have coming in, who, who, who are the ones that have big rushing attacks. So... Yeah, I, I agree with them. I think it's something that we've been talking about for weeks. Julian, what's up, man? Hey, Bobby, how you doing, man? Good, good. Talk? Welcome in. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too, man. can barely uh, hear you pregame. That place was buzzing, so glad you're back with us now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I, I understand. I, I was at the game, actually, so um, my voice is kind of shot a little bit, so I was <laughs> doing all that. You, well, I you, make this you helped, you helped for, with the win, then. You did your job. I did. I did. I was debating on what jersey to go with, so I figured I'd pick this one out, but, you know, for my luck anyway. So I'm going to make this quick. Uh, I just want to say Happy New Year to you guys, and Sarah, happy belated birthday to you as well. Um, Thank you. And I hope uh, for Ravens Super Bowl, in, uh, up in, I guess, in February. That's, that's the prize right now that we're looking for. But I'll let you guys go, though. Have a good New Year, man. We appreciate you. Always loyal. All right, partner, I think we still got a full guest line, and I think we've been going for an hour and 15. I know you got some duties tonight. We, I know a lot of our loyals are, are hanging there in the guest line, and we see you, we hear you. You've been incredible, but we do have uh, other obligations tonight, unfortunately, and I think we got to stick a pin in it. So um, anything, partner, that we, we need to revisit in the coming days that we forgot to add in tonight, oh. uh, anything that, uh, that needs to be talked about? I don't know. I think you got, yeah, I think you got the, the, the weekend news from the quarterbacky information. So we definitely hit that up. And I mean, listen, we'll be back on as always with another morning vault with, with whatever is out there, but this is just, it it's, 
uh, it's almost unreal. It's almost unreal. I mean, even if you predicted the win, it's just like, no, no way did I think it was going to be 56 to 19. I mean, this team is just rolling. This team is locked in. This team it now has the right to say, if you want to come to the Super Bowl, you got to go through Baltimore to get there. And just, it just felt like they could do no wrong today from going on fourth and seven and converting and scoring uh, to, you know, Lamar's check down to OBJ and getting that catch, one-handed catches from from Likely and Roquan and sort of Ricard at the end. It just like it just felt like everything was going right, and and they just got to keep the ball rolling. Don't let your heads get too big, but also don't be afraid of the next task at hand. It just is unreal, and I hope everybody has the best New Year's Eve night rolling into 2024. Man, I remember when we were questioning what Pat Ricard's role might be. Now he's catching yeah. touchdowns in week 17 over his shoulder. That was pretty cool and an awesome, awesome game on all accounts. Again, I am very satisfied to be wrong, just so everybody knows. Satisfied to be wrong. That's kind of weird. Happy, Happy to be yes. wrong. Happy to be wrong. That's what's going on. You guys are the best. Well over 2,000 joined us here concurrently and plenty, plenty more will would love for you guys to continue to get the word out there and pass the vault and the Bobby Baltimore YouTube channels along to somebody that maybe you think would be interested in daily Ravens content. We're consistently chasing after this and man, we're just starting to feel like the best is yet to come. That's the way this team makes you feel week in and week out. Now six wins in a row. The number one seed is locked up. That means home field advantage and the postseason runs through Baltimore. It means a bye week will be forthcoming after the regular season finale next week at home against the Pittsburgh Steelers, and that means, yeah, some decisions do loom this week for John Harbaugh and company when it comes to resting starters and getting guys right, which they're going to have two weeks to do. We're going to have plenty of content coming up, of course. Roquan Smith hopefully rejoins the vault this week for our bi-weekly or semi-weekly conversation. I have a tentative yes from Ray Lewis, the greatest to ever do it. So hopefully we'll have an unreal week for you on deck. Plenty more coming up. Happy belated to you, partner. Happy New Year to all of you. Uh, can't tell you how how much gratitude we have for the fact that you guys were a part of it uh, in 2023 because, like you said, we have a lot of goals to still achieve, but it is a nice night and probably a good excuse to look back more, off, more often tonight than we typically look forward, and I think we can probably both do that when we get some spare time. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I can't wait to hear all about your weekend and everything. We got to yeah. catch up. We'll do our catching up tomorrow for sure. I got some friends that are coming into town. You got family stuff. So as always, guys, if you want to help out us on the back end, you can do so through patreon.com forward slash Ravens vault podcast. You can hit us up via Venmo at Ravens vault podcast is the handle. Please consider subscribing to both channels, liking this video. If you enjoyed this piece of content, you go have a awesome awesome start to the 2024 calendar year so for my partner and co-host sarah ellison i'm bobby trossett signing off from the last time here in 2023 we'll see you next year guys enjoy this one bask in it and we'll leave you how about this we'll leave you the way that we started which was this (laughs) 